Hey, what's good, party people? Yo, this is I Tiger, aka Robert Jenkins, uh, host formerly of the North Star Podcast. As you can see, I just started up a new a new vehicle here, and uh, I'll go into some other time why we uh, decided to start a new a new type of podcast here. But basically, in a nutshell, the other one I thought, man, I was I was really searching for the right vehicle, and and I realized that the other one, North Star Podcast, probably it really wasn't me. I'm more of a poet and an artistic type dude. And, and really that's, you know, kind of repeating myself there, but, um, I wanted my podcast vehicle to reflect, um, man, I wanted to be about art. I wanted to be about roots, culture, and creative commentary. And that's exactly what you're going to be getting here at the underground star podcast or the understand an underground star cast, as you want to call it. Now, my first guest, my inaugural guest uh, on the maiden voyage here is a gentleman who is He's my brother and he my brother, literally my brother, but he's also my brother, you know what I'm saying? And uh, this cat is a hip hop artist from Lubbock, Texas. And since we're talking about roots, culture, and creative commentary, I mean, we was, me and him was having this deep discussion yesterday, man. We was, and I said, hold on, hold on. We, got, we can't keep talking right now. We got to do this tomorrow, man, in, in the form of a podcast, because we was talking about hip hop and some of the ramifications of it, the culture of hip hop, black culture, black lives matter. Man, we was getting into a little bit of everything. And so uh, without further ado, I want to introduce my brother. And you see his screen name right there is Mansa Aten Musa, but I know him as GOAT. So GOAT or uh, Man, uh, Mansa Aten Musa, say what's up to the people and tell them what that name signifies too before you go any further. Shalom, shalom. Uh, our praises to the most high. God, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, first of all. But uh, yeah, man, I said Manson, Mansa Musa, actually, his name is not Mansa Atin Musa, it's Mansa Musa. He was a king of Timbuktu, uh, arguably the richest man ever in history uh, because of the title he, he he inherited and what he did in his lifetime. Uh, and I, it, it was crazy to me how he even came up on Mansa Musa just mm -hmm. one day just researching stuff, reading about different stuff. And I'm like, well, who's this cat? When I, and, when it, and I was like, that's what's up. See, I equated it to music. I'm going to get into that. But like mm -hmm. you say, Mansa, Mansa Musa was the king of Timbuktu. Uh, I can't off the top of my head think of the, the, the years that he ruled. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he when he, he did a, 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 he traveled, I believe, to Egypt once. And uh, his whole posse that he rode with, carried so much gold and jewelry mm -hmm. and, and how everybody was dressed and the, the gold that they had with them that mm -hmm. it it dropped the value of gold in that nation and they mm -hmm. and they it, yeah it messed up the the money in that nation for at least 10 years before they could get back because he handed out so much gold he gave it he not that he had it it's the fact that along the way they was just giving it away gifting mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying blessing people game and then that takes me to why I took that as as a as a rap name now. You know what I mean? Because being mm -hmm. Goat Loke, I don't. I, I I mean I'm still the homie, but it's certain things that Goat Loke did I don't do anymore in life. You know what I mean? As an older, yeah. mature man, you know what I mean. So I wanted something that fit the mindset where I was at and where I'm going, of basically what I'll be doing. Because taking the Mansa Musa in the rap, because you know in rap the metaphors that you use, it's always some, you can say one thing, but that has, you can say a million things if that's what it stands for verbally, you know, mm -hmm. to, to compliment your verbal skills or delivery or whatever you mm -hmm. want not to have 
you could say I might, you know what I'm saying? I'm cutting like an axe, but I ain't literally cutting. I'm like, I'm banging you up with this, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. anyway, so blessing jewels. Cause it's like they say, uh, wow, man, you too old to rap. You shouldn't do it. And I tell them, I don't rap. I just drop knowledge over music. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Word. I ain't rapping. I just, like you say, I'm artistic with words, whether you want to call it poetry or whatever it is, like I can mm-hmm. do it. And just because I've gotten older don't mean that I've lost the urge to want to do it or the drive or any of that. Like it's actually more stronger now than it was in my youth when, you know what I mean? When I was just recklessly saying anything, like thinking about all the power that I had with my tongue and I didn't use it. I didn't use mm-hmm. it in that manner and the manner that it could be used in. I mean, it's a, it's a gift, you know what I mean? I should have used it to bless people. And that's what the jewels of spitting. Mm-hmm. It's like how Master Musa went out with his people and was just blessing people with <laughs> with jewels and gold. Right, right. Helping them, helping them, bringing them up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so that's just how I feel like with the words and with the words and vibes. You know what I'm saying? And it's blessing people game like that, man, enriching the people. You know what I mean? And then the Aten is a is a sun is a sun disc. It was a oh, guy man. that was worshipped in uh in ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. Which I don't prescribe. I ain't saying I prescribe any of that. I'm just saying using that as a as a a, a, a name mm-hmm. in the music. It's like, like I'm saying, the rap, basically the rap God, the light, but shining the light, opening your eyes, you know what I'm saying? Type not to, I'm like, I'm trying to say I'm better than anybody or anything by, by saying a rap God, it's just the, same, or the thing of saying what God was acting, it was the sun God. Mm-hmm. It was the light, you know what I'm saying? It was the yeah, light, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The warmth. Right. And yeah. that's what acting, you know, all that put together means, that's what, so if I was ever asked, man, what all it mean? Just a name, like, so I mean, just saying something, but there's deeper meaning into the meaning. It means more than what it means. Hmm. Once you, go down a, line, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, you touched on a lot of stuff right there, man. And yeah. um, one of the things that remind me of is um, on Outcast when Andre 3000, he say, uh, he say he was laying on the bed watching ceiling fans go around trying to catch that feeling of instrumental. And now, and then he say, it's another song. I'm getting uh, two songs mixed up. One of them, he say, uh, no drugs and alcohol so I can get the signal clear as day. Put the crack yeah. away by the stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition. It's that Rosa Parks, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what you were saying there, man, about the message, the words, the, the power that you had through your platform, through being able to uh, articulate artistically manipulate words, you know what I'm saying? That's speaking of the, the power and how hard it is to do. You see how hard it was to say that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, I feel like they, man, they, the stuff they be saying in they rap is stuff that I can't get down with now. And it's stuff that even though I might've been cool with it, you know, back in 1992 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, man, now I got a family and I'm riding in the, in the car. We going somewhere as a family, and I, I'm bumping some '90s rap. Then all of a sudden, a certain song coming. You be like, "Whoa, what, uh, next?" You know what I'm saying? You be trying to, and and my kid is grown. Yeah. But it's, it's just things as a grown man. I'm like, "Yo, that I can't be responsible for putting that out, and I really can't be responsible for putting that into my kids ear or letting it go in there. They gon' they gonna do what they want to do when they ain't they ain't around me. But I don't know. I take it kind of seriously, man. And I've been I'm not. I'm not a hip hop artist per se, but then again, I am because I feel like it's all the same thing. So I always consider myself a poet. 
But I mean, dude, what is it's like the DOC said, man? You know, rap is rhythmic American poetry. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what rap is, like the DOC said back in the day. And it's mm-hmm. some people like you, man, on, on a, a deeper level when it comes to doing it. And some mm-hmm. people just say whatever that come first that come to their mind, whether it makes sense right. or not. You know what I mean? Some right. people have more, want to put more quality into their craft and more. You know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna spend my time doing this, I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna blow your 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 wig back with this. You know what I'm saying? Like right, once right. you get on that intellectual level of understanding, hey, you gonna be like, yeah. hey, what did he just say? Like we wanted to laugh. Like yeah, that's the that's the greatest that's the greatest uh, compliment you can get as a as an artist. When you're doing word artistry with words, man, when when somebody say what what do you say, and then because mm-hmm. like back when I was a kid, man, we used to have cassettes, and I remember we used to. Mm-hmm. You know what he said? What do you say? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When somebody do that, that right there is a compliment, right there. That's serious, man. That's what that's what I'm and like you said, that's what I be writing for. I be I be primarily writing for myself because. I feel like it's things I can see in my mind's eye, my third eye, whatever, understandings that I get, uh, interpretations of the world around me. And it's like, it, it just feel like I have to write it. I don't know why, but I've always felt like that. And really by starting with me about seventh grade is when I started being like, yo, I'm finna write, I'm finna write this down, man. This is, and I remember, I remember being a kid back in like 80, 1980 or 79, 80, 81. It's getting to be a, a long time ago now. I can't remember all, <laughs> exactly what year it was. But they had uh, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't know if you remember them. Mm-hmm. I think it was them. And I remember I took my damn uh, Big Chief tablet and my big old thick pencil <laughs> and literally sat in front of the, the Montgomery Wars little stereo that my, my pops and them had and wrote out the lyrics to one of their songs because it was I was so amazed by it. I, that's when hip hop was first really starting to spread, you know what I'm saying? First catching on. And I heard it down in, in Lubbock, Texas, man. It was like, oh my God, what is this? No, this is dope. And I literally wrote the whole song down word for word, just transcribed it and read it. Like, man. Then I read it to Pops when he got home. He's like, You you wrote that? I was like, No, sir. He's gonna say, uh oh. This song, yeah. When did you first start knowing that you wanted to rap and that you had uh, the skill and the talent? Man, actually, bro, um, I was like 15, mm-hmm. late 14, 15, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I remember you, you and Mike, my, my other big brother, man, Mike. Shout out to that boy. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. When y'all when y'all was doing y'all thing, um, what what was it at in high school? It was some group you were in. I remember it was the Oasis or some organization. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. African American students involved in society. Wow. Yeah, yeah. See that, but you see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the little brother. Okay. I'm, I'm the little brother that I'm so young. When y'all rocking. He, I'm, I'm the kid. I can't. I ain't going nowhere with y'all. So the whole time y'all in the room, you know what I'm saying? And y'all was going to some party or something. Y'all getting ready and y'all burn out. Shit, I go in the room, you know, being a nosy little brother, that's around up on the autobiography of Malcolm X. 
So I'm looking at the book and I'm just like, ah, I read, you know, you know how you read the front cover and you turn over, you read what's on the back. So I'm like, man, I end up reading the book. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. It, 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 I put them glasses on and I was like, uh oh. Now a lot of stuff I've been seeing that I couldn't explain or express, this man done put it in the context for me. You know what I mean? Like now I'm noticing this. I'm noticing what's going on. Anyway, mm-hmm. saying all that to say, when I once once uh I would watch his speeches, cause I I don't know what it was some kind of store in the in the the, the parking lot where um Brooks used to be right here on Parkway Drive. Yep. It was yep. some kind of store that used to be in there in there. And uh they they it was like a, a pro black store, man. They sold all the red, black, and green, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. all the it's kind of like this t-shirt would have been in there if it was back then, you know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. remember they had the, the VH tape, VHS tapes of Malcolm X speeches. And mm-hmm. I man, I got my mama shit to get it, you know what I'm saying? Got it. And I was just watching his, you know, watching his earlier speeches all the way through the progression of his life. And it was like how he captivated any audience that he spoke to. You know what I mean? He he got some people involved. You know what I mean? And I, when I saw that, I was like, "What? How could I be in that position to where I'm saying things that need to be said and heard in a manner where I can have that? Like I can have." thousands of people at that one time attention on hanging on every word I'm coming with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I thought in my era that I'm in now, I was like, man, that's that's music. That's the music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, just when I wrote things, because it was like the X-Clans, the Brother J's, I would say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. the Ice Cubes, uh, Scarface is back then. This is, and you know, this was the time frame I'm talking about. This is when all that stuff was just beginning, just being born. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. them cats was ex- just how they, the stories they told, they how their music unfold, and th- you know what I mean. It was certain things mm-hmm. about it. Even though some people can look back at it like, oh, they was talking about this and that and that, it, but it was the art form that I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? It is not exactly the wording or the message they had behind it, but it was the form of the art and how mm-hmm. they were messing it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. that's it. You know what I mean? Like, now, you just have to be saying something. To me, this is my opinion. I want to be saying something that if I got your attention that long, you got something from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A jewel, like Master did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just like here, and it's, it's nothing for you to be like, oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Nah, man. That's 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 part of my mission here. You know what I'm saying on this rock. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Is the is the is the as the as the Most High gives it to me, give it to those who are in need and search of it. Because now nah, I ain't saying who need it, but it's some people that search it, it's some people search for it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. So all I can do is just put it out there, like uh, the little game Sonic. With them the coins be everywhere. They just yeah. Yeah. you can stop and yeah. try to get all of them. Or some people just <laughs> just getting what they could on the move. And that's why I say yeah. I saw like the dudes and put that jewel out there, man. And if they look shiny enough and pretty enough, you'll get it. If not, you'll bypass it. That's cool. I, I ain't, I'm not mad about it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, that's when, bro. And it was like, I remember <laughs> I would always mess with my equipment and my yeah. mama's uh my mama's tape deck. 
You know how they used mm-hmm. to have them big tape decks, man. And uh, so I would record. I could say I learned how to sample a little bit, and I would just take somebody beat and then do record on this uh sampling machine here. It was like a DJ sampling machine, you know what I mean? And I would put it put it in the recorded music on that with whatever hook I try to put in there that I took from somebody's song, you know what I'm saying? And uh <laughs> go to the, the the stereo on the tape deck and and play one tape and while it's recording, got that mic plugged in there. Mm-hmm. And then flip the tapes so you can do that overdub on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know <laughs> that exactly. One, yeah, and that, and that, the quality was horrible. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. get back and get them tapes. <laughs> <laughs> record, the former record with all that air in the background. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's when, like, I was about 14, 15, bro, and I wanted to, um, to, to rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not even be a rap star. I just, I wanted to rap. You know what I'm saying? And, like I say, it's a difference if I say I just want to do I just want to do the music, man. I want to get paid and you know this I it wasn't none of that. We always did it for the love of of the art form, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And respected the game, respected the who came before us, you know what I'm saying? Who was mm-hmm. there with us, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I did music with a lot of people in, in West Texas, bro, that they some of my favorite artists in the game, period. Uh, mm. Up against up against major known artists mm-hmm. and, and whoever you know what I'm saying in my book because yeah. I done heard them boys spit some the high fire like the uh, the dialogue yeah. on day spit man like yeah. I worked with them cats man like um Jan Snake the Paper Gators uh in in Odessa my partner mm-hmm. Chuck um Bird and Little C man uh like Spliff I got a partner Spliff Taylor Taylor boy um. Man, cool, fresh. It's a lot of people in the town, bro. And I, I, ain't, I can't just. That's just what I can say off the top of my head. But it's so much more talent in this city, man. Like these youngsters, like it's, it's you will be amazed, like I was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause I just stumbled up on it and was like, "Dang, this food from Lover." You know what I'm saying? Like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hot. Like man, it's cool. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like how we were saying the other day, yesterday. The music that them young people doing, we can't do that because as an elder in the in the community now, you know what I'm saying. Me and one of the OGs is what they gonna call you. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. How would that look? Right. To a, to the to the, a young a young man looking up to me, and the only thing I can say is the same thing you doing right now. Same thing mm-hmm. you doing. I'm just trying to show you how to do that better. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro, I, ain't, I ain't, I ain't in the club. I mean, I ain't knocking the people that do because some people have had their lifestyle. But you know, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a family man now. So, like I say, hence, I ain't go low no more. Go low, stay in the club Monday through Sunday. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> came up. So, yeah, I, I ain't with all that no more. But right. I, I do respect. I do respect everybody's craft because even some people that do music that. We wouldn't necessarily be like, uh, but they craft behind it and how serious they are. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. their music, man, and it's like you have to respect that. And that's that's how I see it, man. I might not like it, mm-hmm. like your music or your preferred form of, you know what I'm saying, doing it. Mm-hmm. But I respect every, I respect everybody's. You know what I'm saying? Stop and give them that. That okay, yeah, I can see you did put some time into that though. You know what I'm saying? You got. Mm-hmm. 
you you own in words, man. You know what I'm saying? So what is oh. it? A uh, William William words 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 me or something? It's something, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remind me of that old joint, um, uh, Wordy Rapping Hood. You remember that? Your Tom Tom Club. What's the words worth? <laughs> words on papers, words in books. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying, man. And you know, the, the as they say, the, the tongue, the tongue is mightier than the sword. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's so much you can do with words, man. Like, you can mm-hmm. beat somebody down with them. Or you can build them up, you know what I mean? You can fire them up to punch on everybody they see, you know what I'm saying? Or to, yeah, yeah. to hug them when they see them. Like, yeah. with, with, and that's what people not understanding about music, bro, is you, could, you can get a person to do anything with the right song, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. you can. And here's, um, so one of my poems, man, uh, this this one I'm working on putting a little, the little video out for, man, is, uh, it's called Streaming. And one of the things I say in there, I say, I'm trying to heal with these words while the world slays us. My tears streaming, but I'm still singing praises. You know what I'm saying? That's what you just said right there. And then that remind me of uh, Wyclef, my man. Uh, uh, is it Wyclef or the other cat from the Fugees? He said uh, he was a, he was he was rapping in his song. He, he was setting up this story about how he was uh, in it with the police a little bit, and then he got the upper hand. And then in the background, Wyclef, Wyclef say, "Did you shoot him?" And he said, nah, man, I didn't have the balls. That's when I realized I'm bumping too much Biggie Smalls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just understand what you were saying, man. You you putting it in a real way. Your word, I, I told somebody a long time ago, words have power. And they do. And like you just said, you can, some people can be influenced to do anything if you put it properly. And in fact, Really, I would say words is the basis of all action. You know what I'm saying? Because your thoughts are formed of words, and your thought is the basis of all your action. So when you're listening to words, man, it's it's almost like what type of programming are you taking in? And that's why what, what we were just talking about, I can't really, as a poet and a, as an elder, an OG or whatever you want to call it, I can't say, I can't say certain stuff, man, because I feel like I'm putting that out there. First of all, I think what you speak comes into your life. I don't want that in my life. And second of all, if anybody is listening to what I'm saying, I don't want no bullshit going in their life. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be programming no negative script that they sitting there listening to me. Like I, I, but back in the days when that Biggie Small first dropped, man, I remember I was going through some some kind of hard times, some kind of dark times. You know what I'm saying? Trying to find my way in life, and uh, and I remember bumping that a lot, and it do put you in a certain mindset. You know what I'm saying? It, it reinforced the mindset that you might already be in. So if you already kind of, kind of looking down in a certain direction, and it's kind of dark down that road, man, and you bumping that kind of music, that's just helping you walk down that dark alley. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. soundtrack of that dark journey. I ain't trying to put out no, no stuff like that. Uh-uh. Yeah, because it was the, uh, it was different points in my life where different, different rappers and and what they had going on, like you say, just by listening to their music. Not saying that you you a follower, no. Because they saying something, oh, I'm gonna go do this. Because he said, nah, it's the fact that the vibe they on, you can feel it. Because that's where you at in life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they spitting your soundtrack or something. You know what I mean? In your mm-hmm. life, like uh, what he saying? I'm gonna get you sucked. He said every every hero got the good thing. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, at that time, I can remember different rappers influenced me and being in the the womanizing. Money maker mode, 
the, mm-hmm. the rap, you know what I'm saying? The music I was mm-hmm. listening to, like that's what it was, and it was like I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm on the Sugar Free and the, you know what I'm saying? Mac Dre and Pimp C's and all, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. on the show down, you know what I'm saying? Talking real, real uh greasy all the time, and that's why I say, man, I, you know. Things, different things come from different people. You, it depends on how you want to look at what happened. If, like they say, if the glass is half full or half empty, right. from experiences in your life, were they bad? Were they not so bad? Were they good? It just depends on how you take it. But music, even when you, like you say, you in a dark place and you feeling a certain way, it's certain music you can listen to that'll pull you right up out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And be that's like, right. yeah, because mm-hmm. I know. From being in a position where oh, I'm sad, oh, this and that, and listening to the shot lights, it seems like every song they ever made is just the saddest thing you ever heard, man. Just make you <laughs> want to cry, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, man, you get die of water like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, going from that to like, man, and then I realized like this stuff is making me sadder. Like it's not helping me, you know what I mean? So then I, that's when I went to... And let me put this Irwin the fire on this, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Give yeah. more. Okay, now I'm back over here with the P Funk and the yeah. I'm back. Okay, now I'm good. Now I'm back. Right. I got my vibration back right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. It'll do that's, that, man. That's what music and words are. They just vibrations, and that's what moods are and thoughts are. It's just vibrations, man. You know what I'm saying? If you want to just really just think about it and get kind of deep with it for a minute, it literally yeah. is vibrations and frequencies in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Even your that's, how, that's how I started. You're right. You're right. And it, like you was just saying, you what you put out come back to you. Mm-hmm. So if you generate a positive vibe off the top, it's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? From that thought that make you say, "Ooh, I'm gonna do this." To you actually moving and doing it, and then when the person is actually when they feeling that that uh, what do they call it? Transferring of energy. Mm. Your energy that you put into it, they'll be, they feel that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's, yeah. there that vibe goes. And like you say, you can either come back, you can either put that negative stuff out there, or you can put that positive righteousness. You know what I mean? And and that's the vibe that's going to magnify and come back to you from the yeah. so many different people that it affected. You know what I mean? Right, right. And this, and I want to, I want to make a distinction too, man, because I ain't really talking about no, like kicking no sissy soft suckers type stuff. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, it, when you talk, when you say positivity, a lot of people think it's it's like it's some old weak weak sauce. You know what I'm saying? I, I man, I'm talking about spitting fire, mm-hmm. but in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Fire can burn away impurities, or it can burn down your freaking your house. You know what I'm saying? Which one you trying to do? You trying to burn away impurities, purify and strengthen something, or you trying to burn somebody's house down, or just influence them to to blaze up and get hot? I notice. Uh, Speaking of that, like for example, Red Man. If you're listening to Red Man in the '90s or something like that, it's a whole several artists, a whole type of music they was making. I noticed that stuff go perfectly with blunts, mm-hmm. and that's all they talk about is blunts. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, kind of like Devin the Dude, man. He yeah, he, he he's a chill chill type cat. So that's the music he make, and mm-hmm. that's what that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. like you say, you gonna blow sip something to this. Mm-hmm. He he got a lot of songs where you can just sit and chill and be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Now, I would <laughs> say Devin's dude is a uh, man. He is one of the most criminally underrated rappers yeah. out there. That fool. I concur. He got mad skills, man. 
And he's one of the only cats that I've ever seen, for example. A lot of these, uh, I think, in my opinion, a lot of these rappers, when you see them on, you know, TV, YouTube, or whatever, they be like, oh, you be on some radio show, drop a drop a freestyle, drop a hot 16 or whatever. And I be listening to them, and they be written raps. They don't be freestyling, you know what I'm saying? This is stuff that they have written and rehearsed, in my, in my opinion. And I say that as a poet and somebody that tried to freestyle, and sometimes you got it, and sometimes you ain't got it. You can't just do it on command, in my experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, go. Okay. And then be over right, right on point with it. Like 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 Andre say, he watching a ceiling fan go around trying to catch that feeling off instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? And Devin the Dude, on the other hand, he one of these cats. Uh, it's an old video from years ago. He was on something called G4, some show. And uh, he was in the studio in the booth, man. Uh, and you could tell he was freestyling because he would mess up. But as an artist, as a person that has honed their craft, when he would mess up, he would mess up in such a smooth way. He would like, okay, you can tell he don't know what to say next. So he would say, and make yeah. sound his mouth and be dancing. And then he would come right back up, giving himself a few seconds to think. Oh yeah, I got it. And come back right on beat. And I was like, see, that is a freestyle. Yeah. And some of these artists, man, they'd be like, I can tell you wrote that. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you reciting something that you don't rehearse many times. Come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it is what it is. Because, you know, like you say, it's some people, I've heard some people who think they can freestyle. They can't, like, what are you talking about, man? you just saying anything. Like, that, I don't know. For me, that's easy. That's easy for me to just say anything. And then it's something to, to actually spur the moment, be coming mm -hmm. up with something and, and putting it together. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's going together. And you're like, ah, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And just saying, just something because it rhymed together. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how some people do when they freestyle. Like, they they, mm -hmm. they all over the place, and and it still sounds good. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like yeah. back, back then. Yeah. Some people that I've heard freestyle, and like you say, I I know this dude freestyles. You know what I'm saying? And it's how he mm -hmm. putting it together, and how he keep mm -hmm. it together. Like you say, when he fall off, how he can come back. And it's like I've seen that. And that's why I was telling you, bro. Like right here in West Texas, I done been. In the same room with cats, like man, these dudes talented, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just circumstances of life put people, you know what I'm saying, in mm -hmm. to make them be the greatest rapper you never heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Greatest producer you never heard a beat from. Like mm -hmm. a lot of cats, you know what I mean? Several cats that I can think mm -hmm. of that you know what I'm saying that passed away. You know what I'm saying? That was that was all right with what they was doing and. If you wouldn't hear you to know, you won't know. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Who's still, who still kicking it right now in West Texas that's, that's dope? Man, I don't even know, bro. I know there's some cats. I, and I, I don't say that like I'm, I, well, who, who, who. I'm just saying I can't even say their name. But I know I'd be, they have there's several artists from this town that mm -hmm. have YouTube channels and videos. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I listen to it. Sometimes they had the uh, 806 Cypher. Mm. And uh, they they get different rappers from around the town or whatever, and that's why I say I've heard some of them cats say, "All right, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say everybody yeah. is, but I'm not gonna say everybody not." Like I'm like, okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, not even, you know, I'm in my own lane, bro. So I ain't trying to run up on nobody saying this or saying that or asking for this, asking for that. Like I just try to do what I do, and if like how out of music that I've done with other people in the past, when mm -hmm. you 
like what I do and I like what you do and we feel like we could complement each other by doing something together, you know what I mean? And we've done mm-hmm. songs and it wasn't no charging for the beats or for no verses or no nothing, you know what I mean? It was like a privilege to both parties to do a song together and it's like right. we just lead with 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 masters. We both got copies of the song, you know what I'm saying? To do yeah. whatever, whatever need to be done with it. You know what I mean? So Right, right. Yeah, you know, it's I like I say, bro, I don't I know some cats in Midland that uh Chuck was telling me about not Midland Odessa. Uh I know one of them, Mini Mac. because um, I used to I remember when I was staying in Odessa, Mini Mac, Jay, stay fresh. <laughs> uh those cats, but it's some it's some cats down there. They they all right, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. cats in Midland. I know uh I hadn't seen anything from this dude in a minute, man. And I uh but I know at one point, man, him and this other cat that he was that he was rapping with, his name was Skinny Pat, man. <laughs> in uh <laughs> yeah, in uh Midland. Yeah. And, uh, they they was all right. It's him and his other. It was another cat that I saw in one of them videos, and he was cool. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. so like I say, all I can say is is Google or go to YouTube and put in, you know, love of rap, whatever, mm-hmm. and it'll pull them cats up by name. You know what I'm saying? I hey, no offense to anybody because I can't speak your head name off the top of my head, but you know what I mean. I don't. Mm-hmm. I ain't. I, I haven't been in that mode in a while, mm-hmm. and it's kind of mm-hmm. you know that changing of the guard thing that go on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Some of these cats five years ago that was twelve, now they twelve, thirteen, they seventeen, eighteen now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. So that five years that was just five years of me. These the, these little dudes became of age. You know what I'm saying? And now mm-hmm. they out here doing stuff, and they out here doing it. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just I'm not in that crowd like that, you know what I mean? Like to say, right. I know some of these youngsters that are, you know, some of them I don't, you know what I mean? I just, I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of the art though, the, the, of the craft, you know what I mean? That's what I'm judging them on. I ain't judging them on, you know what I'm saying? Nothing else. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man, you clothes or this and that, even though, yeah, hey, yeah. that's a whole other story, you know what I'm talking about? But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I commend them, I commend them young men, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. And uh, that kind of brings me around to something we was talking about last night, too, man. Um, the stigma associated. It, it seems like this is only with hip hop. That's what killed me. You, you made an excellent point, man. It's like there's a stigma for older cats, cats in our age group rapping that you don't see no other stigma for no other um, art form or specifically no other form genre of music. Like, in other words, the Rolling Stones is 97 years old each. Rolling around, playing, they still touring. They 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 practically they like skeletons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, literally, they look like skeletons. They still playing arenas, playing music, playing rock and roll. And you're like, uh, you what about older rappers doing doing that, man? They, they oh, you still rapping now? You trying to rap, man? You think? Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, well, if I was a singer songwriter and I had an acoustic guitar. And I would go down to Starbucks on the weekend and play my original music. You would think I was so creative and it's so inspiring how I'm still doing it. And that, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, why is that? Why you you brought that point up to me, man? Elaborate on that. Why you think that is? Um, and, I, you know why I think that is? Is because uh, society-wise, the, the powers that be in society, I would say they don't. They are whether you want to say afraid or they understand the power that 
would come with that and it's something mm-hmm. that they couldn't do anything with, you know what I'm saying? It would be out of their control to, to do anything about is the power of a, a intelligent, mature, masculine black man. Mm-hmm. Telling you, bro, they that's why they attacking that. They attack mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? And you don't see that a lot in anything mainstream, movies or nothing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they never, and it's, it's seldom you will see it. And you know what I mean? Like, uh, what I like, that's why I like Denzel. Mm. You know what I mean? Because when you look mm. at his catalog, the majority of his movies, he's an intellectual, masculine, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Black man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I'm saying. They don't want that mindset to be to become prevalent because that's where all this demasculizing and all this going on with the with the with the youngsters. That's mm-hmm. why they doing that, because I'm telling you, they don't want these men to have that spirit. Mm. And that's what that's what being older rapping and rapping from that mature level, you'll be giving them youngsters. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want mm-hmm. that. They still want that disconnect in the generations. Mm-hmm. They've done it with every generation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like though them agent provocateurs come in, man, and and so it'd be a cool little movement going on for a little bit, and the next thing you know, it turning disperses into some like what in the world? Yeah, is yeah. this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this was that. But one thing too, where they messed up at by because you know when the when the music the rap went into the conscious, right? It's conscious mm-hmm. rap, and it was a lot of conscious rappers and things going on, and then it, the gangster rap started coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As they call it, gangster rap, mm-hmm. but. See, what some people got led astray by that, you know what I mean? As far as they want to be a gangster, want to be this and that, and uh-huh. end up here or there. Some people, and that's why I like Dead Prez, the revolutionary but gangster, because that's what they created too. They created revolutionary gangsters when they made when they made that little bridge. It was mm-hmm. people like me that was on both sides, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the conscious stuff. I like a lot of that conscious stuff, but now I'm I'm listening to the gangster stuff. But so it's a, when you now you done combine that together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now it's the, on the political level, like that's why they ain't they not scared out here. That's why they call it pull up summer. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, all they these people racist and they doing this and they doing that. We finna pull up to their house, to their job. You know what I'm saying? The protest. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's the and that's what's crazy about the progression of time of like our, our, our elders and ancestors were at a point where when 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 certain people would walk by them, they had to move all off the sidewalk and not look them in the eye. And now it's kind of like a reverse of that to me. Yeah. Because I know with me, when I be at the store, you know what I'm saying? White people don't look me in my eye and if I'm walking down the sidewalk first, they move out of the way. And I, I, I'm i only saying that because I noticed that and I laughed. Like, dang, I remember mm-hmm. it was the time where I could have, yeah, that could have cost me my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not bowing down to these people. And it's like, no, nah, I don't have that in my spirit to bow down to y'all. You know what I'm saying? To you mm-hmm. and nobody else. As a, as a man, first of all, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, it's, you want respect, you give respect. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. All true, all true masculine men understand how respect is earned, and it's not, it's not really given. It's you, you know what I'm saying. When you, when you earn respect, people will give it to you, but they don't just give it to you for free. In other words, there's a price for respect, and uh, 
Well, yeah, man, I, that's a, it's a one of the things that that you was touching on right there. Kind of reminded me of how it's really a sad reversal, and I don't think it's a good reversal. It, that, in other words, like my grandpa, I remember back in those days, he's telling me when he used to have to step off the sidewalk, you know what I'm saying? And he was born in 1923. So all up through the 30s and 40s, that's the way it was, you know what I'm saying? 50s, it's, it stopped being like that gradually from the 50s on up to about the 60s and late 70s. Definitely the 60s, not even the 70s. I was born in the 70s, it wasn't like that. But uh, the fact that white people now won't look you in the eye and now stepping off the con- off the curb for you, I don't feel like I feel like that's a that's a that's a negative situation. It's just as negative as the other situation was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Meaning we're supposed to be all meeting each other on the same level, and they stepping off literally out of fear of stepping off the sidewalk from you out of fear. You know what I'm saying? Out of them, when we were doing it, is out of power, which is fear. They had a certain power over us. Now they look like, well, man, angry, angry looking young black man coming at me. Oh my god. You know, blah, blah. But, and then that ain't even what's on your mind. You think about <laughs> you, you, know what I'm saying? you in the store looking for what them juice boxes your kids drink. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And they you you looking at me like I'm I'm in here, I'm a threat or something or weird. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it happen mm-hmm. even with my own. Um, my wife's oldest son, man, in the store one day, man. I almost went went crazy in the store and nobody even knew it. See, that's that that's that calm uh calm chaos, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was really almost at the point where I'm finna start pushing these people over, man, and nobody even knew I was that mad, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't get to hollering and jumping up and down, you know what I'm saying? None of that. I just mm-hmm. was looking at what was going on and reading everybody's body language, and I was like, man, like, they being real disrespectful right now, you know what I mean, to this mm-hmm. young man. And they, because they think he by himself, but he not, you know what I'm saying? So I stepped yeah. out of the house to where they could see me too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at them like, what? Yeah, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? And, and he's he's oblivious to the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? He he mm-hmm. he genuinely looking at some cookies or something on the shelf, trying to figure out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's people. By, that's why I said it like that, bro. He ain't even paying attention. If people looking at him with whatever they had going on, like he up to something or he got something going on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think, and, I think a lot of people are not uh, going to be mature. They might not like when I say this either, but a lot of times when people be looking at us like that, it's because of what other people, of others of us have done in the past. You know what I'm saying? So in other words, if all they experience with black people is tend to go this way, they see you, they're going to look at you the same way. You know what I'm saying? And you can call that stereotyping or whatever, but uh, I don't even think it's a necessarily, it's a natural thing. I won't say it's not a bad thing. It can be a bad thing. But it's a natural thing to do, and it's how humans have survived. Even when you know, when when times was hard back in the like when we was cavemen or something, you had to know whenever you see certain signs, this is what it means. You need to move out the way. You need to be prepared to fight or flight or take flight. You know what I'm saying? And yep. so that's why we, that's why we learn to stereotype. That's why we learn to uh, condense our thought process down to initial impressions. It's, it's to take action if you have to in a hurry. So it's a natural thing. And if all your, like I say, if all your uh, interactions and all your observations of black people have been negative, you'd be a fool not to act that way. You know what I'm saying? And my question is like, who is that on though? Is that on us or them? I mean, it's uh, to to a certain extent, you could say both. Depending mm-hmm. on how you want to argue with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. You, can't say, you can't say both because I'm not 
the type of person in certain situations where I'm not going to give somebody the benefit of the doubt just mm-hmm. to not prove that I'm a certain kind of way. It is what it is sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to safety, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, but you know, like I'm saying, in, in a, like how you're saying, I, I agree with that too, because some, some people, some black people can do mm-hmm. things and then it make it seem like that's what we all do. Yeah. Or we all cool with that. Like like some like I'm saying with this with this image of the black male that they try mm-hmm. to portray. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And they try to make it to where it's like our black men are either this or that. And it's like now, nah, now nah, partner, yeah. it's a whole it's a whole different you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Diaspora yeah. Of, of of breed of everything going on over here. Like I don't agree with any of that stuff that you see all the time. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, what? Just like uh, how they feel like uh, if somebody say something about Black Lives Matter, they racist. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like you say. If, if you if you would have read that website for they got to try to switch stuff up, you know what I'm saying? You would have mm-hmm. seen they work with black people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So don't be fooled by by your emotion. Like we black, mm-hmm. so yeah, black like matter to me. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. But this organization, mm-hmm. what they stand for, I ain't rocking with that, man. Yeah, yeah. But do where they show that? You know what I'm saying? Where they show somebody that say, "Yeah, black life matters to me," and yeah, I think it's it's a uh, institutionalized racism. It's all kind of different forms of racism. It's always being American was built on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so yes. But as far as running with them people or running with those, people, I don't rock with none of them people that y'all got put up like we supposed to be cherishing or you know what I'm saying admiring mm-hmm. as or whatever mm-hmm. when they they yeah. compromise you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah I, as far as I can tell man Black Lives Matter straight up is uh, some race pimps of 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 I would say an expert degree and you see mm-hmm. how that one of the one of the co-founders of uh, Colors Patrice Colors and got four or five mansions worth millions of dollars each, you know what I'm saying? And now she didn't quit because she even got some blowback off that. People people noticing it. It's like, well, all she's doing is pimping the ghost of dead black men like George Floyd, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she's sitting there, and then, like I said, I, I did my research on them a while ago and looked at they just look at the actual website and it didn't change it up now but it literally said like we want to destroy the nuclear family basically and when you look at they, the stuff they talk about on this show we talk about roots and roots and creative culture my roots, man, my culture, the stuff my ancestors and elders, my grandpas and them and aunties and uncles raised me with, they didn't say destroy the nuclear family. They actually disrupt the nuclear family. They didn't want to disrupt the nuclear family. They knew that if you disrupt the black nuclear family, you're destroying black lives. So how you, how do they matter? You know what I'm saying? If you're doing that. Black lives matter, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that, what it, it take a black man and a black woman to make a black baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. if a yep. black life matter, how can you be against that union? Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I'm saying? Not, and yeah. not talking about uh, different cultures dating or none of that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. No, I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just a, a, right. a right. black man, a black woman is gonna produce black life. So, if the black life matters. How can your organization be against that? You know what I mean? That union mm. of a man and a woman. Like, that's the only way. Like, I don't right. and then, like I remember I was talking to my sister one time, and she was saying, and I was saying, without a man and a woman, how would it be babies? You know what I mean? I say, after 
after your youngest child, if everybody was same-sex couples, I say that'd be the last generation of humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless a male and a female got together and procreated. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, they don't have to be. They, you know, they making babies in the lab where you can get artificially inseminated. And I say, but it still takes a male and a female for that to happen. However, they put that together. Right, you know right. You ain't got to put it together, but it got to yeah. be male and female essence. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, that's... Um, I don't know. It just, it it just blows my mind how, uh, and that's why, like I said on this show, I wanna I wanted to change the focus to more talking about roots and culture because roots is the proper guidance. It's like the soil that you spring from, and if that soil is healthy, you need to you need to do everything you can to keep that soil healthy, and that's your culture. Your culture is that soil that you keep it healthy so that future generations can be raised out of it. You know what I'm saying? So it can get that nourishment. And if you basically cutting yourself off at the roots, man, talking about you don't need the nuclear family and you and black people of color and people of bi and bi and I don't know what acronyms they be using, bi, BIPOC and all that stuff. I'm like, come on, man. What, 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 what that got to and, and then what killed me the most they talking about Black Lives Matter, but all they really doing is reciting stale, uh, overused, discredited theories from Karl Marx. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the the, the but they, they but they they trained Marxists and they've yeah. admitted that. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. admitted that that they were yep. trained in Marxism. You know what I mean? Yep. And what's oh, right there tells me they just using Black Lives to usher in Marxism, not to save Black Lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I always say, man, socialism. My favorite saying, socialism is slavery in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> this like the, even, the, even the laws that were, the civil rights laws that were passed because, you know, of our ancestors getting bit by dogs and sprayed mm-hmm. up the street by water holes and, and God knows whatever else they went through and had mm-hmm. to endure to be able to have these civil rights laws on the books to where now uh, uh, a gay white man is a minority. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's certain things where now they consider minorities and they taking advantage of, of programs and funding that should be in place for people like us as far as in our community, you know what I mean? But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's now mm-hmm. all these funds are being diverted because of what and like they, they had that uh stop Asian hate bill or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like like where that come from? Like how did Donald Trump say something about Chinese, the Chinese flu or something, and now mm-hmm. it's done got equated to black people attacking Asian people? Yeah, like how mm-hmm. we get where we how yeah. we get put in this? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like these yeah, people, yeah, they, yeah. they been in our communities and yeah. ain't nobody did nothing to them. They yeah. doing business, so how all yeah. of a sudden now we, it's a problem between us? Like man, they we always known they ain't like black people. By yeah. how they treated us in their establishments, and we still went in there and spent money with them and shouldn't mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, well, I kind of was forced to because um, they was the only people willing to do business in the hood. And 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 uh, the other thing about that too, man, the news, the reason they equate it and the reason they get this stop AIDS and hate and all this BS, they not being honest enough to say that it's mostly black people doing this. You know what I'm saying? They trying to make it like it's white supremacy, and like you say, trying to connect it to Donald Trump. Like, there ain't no white people beating up these Asians. I look at all the videos I can find, man. It's always somebody black beating these Asians up. And and that's what I'm saying. I I believe I believe that uh it's a 
they paid they paid them people to do that. Hmm. So some type of something going on, bro, because I don't know out of any black people person that I know, man, that ain't what we do. Just because you I, uh, Asian, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm finna beat you up. Like you, if you have to say something or do something, and then our our best is out, whether you nine or 99 blind cripple crazy you know what i'm saying like you might get beat up yeah you know what i'm saying your fucking ass will be pushing up daisies no matter what you what you do here's something you did or something you said and that's how i feel like do they show the context of like some of this stuff when they show it you know what i mean because i saw one video i think on the subway or something somewhere and the dude black dude had a beat up an asian dude and they was like trying to say it was that Asian hate, but then they was like, nah, the, the Chinese dude or whatever had called him a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And was calling him a nigga. And it's like, dog, at, at, at first you would be shocked. Like, what? A Chinese called me a nigga. You know what I'm saying? An Asian person, yeah. nigga. Like Richard Pryor say, nigga, 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 nigga. You know what I'm saying? They, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, bro, I'll yeah. be tripping like, dang, how you? But, oh, I see what it is. You got that white supremacy mentality when you come to this mm-hmm. country. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you got yeah. that mentality against us, and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they, they going back to what I was saying earlier. They in the hood doing business, and they see how a lot of black people are, and have a distaste or a distrust for black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to blame the victim. Here. Again, like I say, it it could go both ways. Can be. It could be. I think it's and understood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I was at, yeah. probably that same video you talking about I was looking at and one of the commenters was saying uh, it was a Korean dude I thought it might have been a different video but I think it was Korean and the guy was saying he didn't say nigga he said it's a word in Korean that could sound like that but it means something regular like what'd you say or repeat that or something like that you know what I'm saying so oh, <laughs> the difference in culture oh, man that's <laughs> So the, he's saying like repeat what you said, say again. But he's saying I don't know, Nigu, Nika, whatever he's saying. But the dude's like what? And so it could be that. It, it, I wasn't there, and um, I just feel like I'm like you. I don't know anybody black that care enough about anybody Asian to beat them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did something or said something. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, but just cause like we ride in the car and you like, oh, man, what's wrong with you? Oh man, look. See that little Chinese dude over there, man? Let's go get it, man. I don't know why he over there. Like, man, y'all, boy, I got yeah. the million other things in the world. Yeah. I'd rather do it. There, there is a type of person that will do that, though. I was just watching a video the other day, and it was uh, this dude got sentenced to seven years in prison. It was a 12-year-old white kid on the corner with some of his buddies trying to, they was doing that, you know, performing for money, panhandling, whatever. The dude was singing and breakdancing or whatever he was doing. And a dude in the car, a brother, just the car stopped. He just jumped out. Well, he kind of eased out and like walked up cool, like he wasn't finna do nothing. And he said, Bow! knocked the dude out. Dude had his back to him. He didn't even know the dude was walking up on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't say nothing because the video is longer. It gives you context. The video with him dancing, talking to his boys and stuff. Then the car saw him on the corner and stopped and just stole him. And he got seven years in the pen, which he deserved because he could have clipped that. He's 12. <laughs> Uh, and for what? Like, what? What was the purpose in this man? Do you know what I'm saying? What? Not even if you don't like what he's doing, keep going. 
Yeah. He was right there for you. <laughs> right, right. And that's what, to me, that's what even going back to like, if we ask what these Asian people are doing, are they saying something? Well, if they saying nigga, you can't hit somebody for saying nigga. You know what I'm saying? And you, you can't hit somebody for calling you a nigga either. Because my, 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 my pop taught me years ago, man, uh, you cannot fight over words. The only time you can fight is in self-defense when somebody's putting their hands on you or about to. You know what I'm saying? That fighting over words, man, that's a... Uh, how, how how close is that to go? Oh, why you beat him up? Because he said my mama. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. You're supposed to be a grown man here, dog. You, you can't. Yeah. That's not. A- and, and that's why I say going back to the to the uh, to the poetry of it, man, you got to learn how to whoop people with words. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like you say, there's certain things I know, man, I'm not. You can say I can say a funky pair of lip slap together and say a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But it's about what I know I'm going to do. Yeah. So you, I'm not gonna even go into this all this hollering and jumping around and everything with you, man. You, you right, whatever. All right, leave me alone. You can think whatever you say, whatever. But like mm-hmm. you say, if, mm-hmm. if my safety or anything ain't being threatened, or like you just talking, man, I ain't tripping about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now you physically grab me or you get in, you approach me like me and Jason was talking one time, and we were saying, man. Man, you probably got like three of these coming at me, and I'm fine. Yeah. You the aggressive step walking towards me with your voice raised, like saying, yeah. "Man, if I thought yeah. you get on that third one, I'm gonna be fine off on you, man. I ain't gonna add hey, what's going on out no. of that. I'm just looking. Yeah. You coming at my man? Say, <laughs> what's going that's on? A yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. that's a direct threat. You supposed to be ready, yeah. but hold up, man. What you doing? Hold up, boy. You better. And that's that's a threat. Some, <laughs> some people talking. do that. Some people do that as a manner of intimidation without even having really wanting to do nothing to you. They just think, oh, if I go, you know, if I get to acting crazy and doing this, then he going, that's going to make them, but see, so that don't work with everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say don't do that. That's why I don't do that. Think I'll just right. I walk all up on you and then, man, but you yeah. get your head took off doing that. You know what I'm saying? So you, right. like you say, if it ain't a direct threat of my safety or my family, well, what's going on, man, bro? I ain't like you say, and I've yeah. I've had to grow into that understanding because I mm-hmm. used to be call me say you didn't have to call me a nigga. It could just be one of them white boys or them other people that think they so cool they can just say nigga word. Man, yeah. say I'm yeah. tripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I depending on who one. you are, uh huh. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying, depending on who you are, is 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 how the interaction will go. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, mm-hmm. man, explain to you how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way about it, and you can. I don't have people be like, man, I ain't my bad. I didn't mean nothing by man. You know the, and I understand the culture. You listen to the music. You hear them niggas say nigga seven hundred million times, so it become part of your vernacular. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. be careful who you say it around because everybody ain't the same. You know what I mean? No, all black people ain't the same. Some of them will still file on you behind that, and some of them, like you say, we on a whole different level to work. I can say that's why I agree with the First Amendment, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I hate when I see people stuff happening, and it's like they 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 punish people for mm-hmm. having freedom of speech, or they call it hate speech, or they call it whatever mm-hmm. it is. That is our rights as Americans to say whatever it is we want to say, whether you like it or not, whether it's offensive or not. We can do that. That's my right. So yeah. I don't want I don't want from the from the the slimiest, grimiest, uh chewing tobacco, dip spitting, redneck, 
that can say something that probably made me want to jump up and flip everything in his room over, you know what I'm saying, to get to him. But he still got the right to say that. And I don't want them to take his right away because it's going to fringe on mine. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's going to fringe on mine where I can't say what I want to say. And, right. and I want to. I don't care how you feel about it. But I do try to be a tactful person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. respectful. So I, I ain't really just going to say anything. But I do want to reserve the right talk funky, you know what I'm saying? And you're right, man. And that's one of the things that, you know, you're talking about culture. That's one of the things that they're doing nowadays that just kills me. And that proves that what we're saying about groups like Black Lives Matter and all these uh, these progressive leftists, uh, weirdos and stuff, that they they're not trying to free nobody or help nobody. They're trying to tear the system down. And part of that system is free speech. And they, they're the ones engaged in cancel culture. Like, oh, you said this. Well, that, that's first of all freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want to say, and second of all, it's just my opinion. If you don't like it, don't listen. But you shouldn't be trying to make somebody get fired because they say, and and some things are reprehensible. Like you said just now, man. I ain't going. I'm a gentleman. I try to be a gentleman. I ain't going to just say any old thing to anybody. Certain certain conversation, I just don't be involved in. Certain phrases, I ain't going to use in public. You know what I'm saying? But the stuff they be canceling you over now, it ain't even offensive. It ain't even no real offensive stuff. I saw somebody uh, on Twitter got lost a job like a professor because they said uh, only 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 women can have babies. Really, you lost your job over that? And because you told a scientific fact, like that's not a that's not hate speech. That's a fact. You can, and that's why you have to be careful calling people and bending your will to other people in their language. You you got to call me this. I'm this. Call me my pronoun. Nah, well, that's your. Uh, it's not even your opinion. I guess you could call it an opinion. That's your delusion, but that don't mean that I got to be part of it. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm not going to be intentionally disrespectful to somebody unless they intentionally disrespected me. But I got to get fired because I say, uh, well, you're a woman or you're a man. <laughs> oh, you're you you can't have babies, dog, because you a dude. How, what is that? If you're doing away with common sense like that, uh, I think it was uh, somebody said anybody that can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they can make you believe in something, something that absurd, they can make you do something. Just like you said, words have power. That's why they want to ban. That's why they want to ban that free speech because it has power. Hmm. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, and then that again, like digressing back to the beginning of the conversation. I mean, when we were at, when you were asking about the how old you can be to rap, oh, you too old to rap. That's what I'm saying. It's the it's trying to stop that mindset of a mature, masculine, you know what I mean, black man, mm-hmm. intellectual, showing your growth in life where people can be like, ah, the last time I seen that cat, yeah, he yeah, he was, yeah. He, he calmed down, toned down a whole lot, man. I can see he got a whole different things going on, man. And you know what I mean? They don't want that. That's why it's a disconnect in the generations, man. Mm-hmm. To where it should it should be a, a gap to where now these younger cats are in a position where they can make a lot of money doing things that could because of the technology that's available. You know what I mean? There's so many different avenues on this internet and all that where you can make bread. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then, so you can say at a, or whether it's sports, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going to the league, 
between 18 and 22 years old, you know what I'm saying? Becoming instant millionaires or whatever from your contracts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With that, being in that position to say you that young with that much money, now these older cats that went through life and just because of how society was, was never given a chance to rise above nothing, but that don't necessarily mean the knowledge that they have is not useful mm-hmm. to where they can see you at Joe, where you at, and be like, man, you know what? A good thing to be do, man, is get you get go get your little piece of land, man, and you know what I'm saying. Put some money into this and do that, and, this. and they'll look at you like, oh, because you this age, and they feel like if you ain't at a certain financial status or something, that what you talk about is irrelevant. Yeah, you broke, nigga. He ain't got no broke ass nigga. I ain't finna talk to this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Listen to him. He ain't what what do he got to show for what he's talking about? He telling me to do. If it was that, if it was that much of a jewel, why you didn't do it? But it's not the yeah. fact that if I would have known that, then I would have did it. You know what I'm saying? Right, I had right, to right. go bump my head and run in the walls for these last 25 years. You know what I'm saying? To be mm-hmm. like, man, you know what? I'm tripping. This is that, and this is what. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that come with life. So even with these older people, they might have seen it to where they was the same way. Mm-hmm. Certain things they should have listened to, they didn't. Certain ways they should have been, they weren't. You know what I mean? They might have missed missed blessings because of that. You know what I'm saying? They might have not optimized opportunities the way that they should have to where they mm-hmm. can tell you, man, don't think like this and don't do that because, you know what I mean? You have to always stay on this and be worth with it. And that's, like I say, that gap. And some mm-hmm. of these young people do listen. You know what I mean? Some of the elders do teach. But you can see that. When that gap has been met, when that void has been filled, you can see that in these youngsters and you can tell that somebody in their life, you know what I'm saying, lacing them up, you know what I mean? Right. Because they, they got their head on right, you know what I'm saying? Their head is on right. Mm-hmm. Young hey, young are you, uh, that, what you're saying right there reminds me, are you able to, uh, we're ready to talk about y'all veteran uh, thing, or do you want to say that for some other time? Is it not ready yet? Uh, it is ready, as a matter of fact, bro, I got some. I got some brochures in here. Don't worry, she took a minute. Describe what describe what it is a nonprofit. Yeah, it's a it's a nonprofit for. Hey, bro, I got one of them things somewhere here too. It's in this book. Let me pull this book out right here, bro. Okay. Is it this one? Okay, yeah. It's called uh, Focus Rehabilitation and Ministry Center. And uh, I'm, I'm going to read the mission statement for you, bro, and the vision statement. Okay. Okay, it's, uh, the mission statement is to significantly reduce homelessness by inspiring and empowering people who are ex-offenders returning home from prison, veterans, and the homeless who suffer from substance abuse and mental health challenges by implementing evidence-based strategies that disrupt negative patterns, create new visions, build self-esteem, and develop sustainable life skills. Hmm. That's the mission statement. Uh, The vision statement is to bring awareness, advocate, and coordinate community partnerships to prevent, reduce, and ultimately end homelessness by providing financial principles, caring, safe and stable housing, 
and support supportive services to people who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. Mm. So that's basically basically what it's about is getting people out the street, man. Mm-hmm. That for whatever reason it is, trying to trying to meet them wherever they at. Yeah. And if it's substance abuse, you know, try to get them to the point where they not on that. Uh, you know, if it's something mental, mental ability, you know, disabilities or something, at least because you know a lot of them people qualify for funding. You know what I mean. Yeah. So if it, even if it's at least just getting them some stable housing, you know what I mean, and, and food, mm-hmm. if nothing else, you know what I mean. And, and right. like I say, not because there's some people that are homeless, bro. That life just happened. You know what I mean. Right. Stuff just happened, man. And right now they're not in a good place. You know what I'm saying. But that that don't mean that they're not the person. They like I've seen people that are homeless. They have jobs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They out mm-hmm. on the street, but this, he got to go to work in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ain't asking. We don't got no sign asking for nothing. You know what I'm saying? If it's food, just yeah. you know what I mean. And it's like people like that put them in a place where, okay, you making X amount of dollars a month. The rent here is a fraction of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you paying for room and board, but at the same time, you you're able to save money. We have we'll have programs implemented with financial literacy, uh, things like of that nature. As far as knowing what to do with the little money that you are saving, what are you saving it for? How are you saving it? What does it mean? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just getting them in a better position. Oh, just overall, man, mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever, man, financially. Um, and my wife is. We, I mean, we both are, but I mean, really passionate, you know what I mean, about helping people because uh, as far as people we know, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. coming back home from from prison, you know what I mean, that right. they, they, they are actually a changed person, you know what I mean? Like, actually, they came out with the right thing on their mind, but the way the, the system is set up, it's designed for them to get out and and you spit eight up and spit right back in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like just right. the way some of yeah, some of the way some of the parole officers are, and you know what I mean. Some of the programs, some of the housing, the halfway housing, like it's like it make you just want to be like, man, forget this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I ain't gonna deal with all this. So we trying to not have that that right. issue of it. Like you know what I mean? Like I do. I do. we genuinely, we are genuinely want to help. Somebody that's trying to help themselves, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you ain't you ain't got to go through all this that make because his life is already gonna be hard enough on you. It's trying to start from scratch, especially depending mm-hmm. on what age you at getting out. It's a technology gap that some of these cats have from ten years ago to now, twenty years mm-hmm. ago to now. I'm talking right. to you on the phone, bro. We looking at you like we George Jetson or something. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. It, when we was in elementary stuff, uh, stuff like that, it, this wasn't even a, a possible a thought. It was a cartoon. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah, nothing you yeah. could think you'd be doing. So imagine yeah. going to the penitentiary from that point when we was playing Oregon Trail on the computer at school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> to now, to now, you get out and they put this phone in your hand and you're like, "Well, damn, what? Where the buttons at?" <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Right, right. Everything, all touch screen and face recognition and all. Come on, man. Yeah, so we mm-hmm. trying to 
just just be that that uh mm-hmm. that bridge of hope for him, man. That's why it's, it's called Focus Rehabilitation and Ministry Center. You know what I mean? Uh it's just well, see, that's that <clears throat> that's that grown man stuff that we were just talking about. That's that OG stuff right there. That's that that's that that's that maturing into something that you might not have been twenty five years ago. You know what I'm saying? And that's maybe that's why they don't want them voices heard, man. That's an awesome uh, project. And um, when I, when we get back to the Lubbock area, man, we I definitely want to be involved with that too, and, and help out and do what I can. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's a website, bro. I see that uh, link. Well, you can check that website out too. We got a okay. website. Everything, man, bro, everything is in, is in position. The only thing we waiting on now, we're trying to find a property or, or properties yeah. to, to start housing in. You know what I mean? But gotcha. that's that's the thing. That's the thing. It's crazy is that a lot of these properties, brand new properties, like to rent. Because we were, at, we were like, at first we were going to maybe rent. Think about renting what would be rent, buying or rent a home. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. And we just looking looking for properties in good spots. And uh, mainly trying to find something on the east side. You know what I mean? Right, right. But a lot of these new houses they building, like the the finance agencies or whoever, management over the properties, like the list of do's and don'ts, like... Most of the people that will be our clientele that we trying to help, they will be infringing on those criteria. You know what I mean? Where we can't right. even put you in here because these people say you can't be here. We can't even right. bring you here to help you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like I say, we went to just trying to find houses. Now we, and that's where we at now in the in the the financial aspect of getting the funding for for the for a property. And if we're gonna buy it or rent to own or however we need to get it or try to get something built from the ground up or what what is the best economical course to get it you know what i mean and and the fastest because we're trying to help people right now you know what i mean right right yeah right man that's that right there is awesome and like i say when we get back when we move back down there man we're gonna i definitely love to be a part of that with you um and that we yeah, sure. we've had a long kind of kind of rambling conversation here, but I think it's a good conversation. We talked about roots and culture. We talked about uh, you know hip hop artist artistic or artistry, and now we've kind of gone off into a whole other area. And I think we should probably we should probably cut it right here because later on we can come back and revisit that because uh you go, yeah. after y'all get y'all projects set up, man, and actually get the finance and get the land, get the houses, whatever you're trying to get. I think it would be. I think it'd be worthwhile to shine some more light on that and give it a little more, little more uh, publicity and go more in depth into it. But um, go, I appreciate yeah, that you. Yeah, that might be that might be my fault, bro. Man, my wife tell me all the time. You say a lot of good stuff, make a lot of good points, but you be all over the place. You be talking about seven hundred different things, like, man. Nah, my that's boy, that's man. that's, that's uh, you know. That's a conversation, man. You talk about first one thing and then another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like Hannibal Burris was saying, you know, you that's what a conversation. You say some things, then I say some things. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, I thought it was a really good conversation. And like I say, uh, I hit you back up uh, in the future. Just let me know a good date and time after y'all get everything solidified and moving forward at a at a greater clip. Man, we can yeah. talk about this uh, more in depth, man. But I appreciate you spending some time with me, though, bro. I appreciate you for inviting me to the platform, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel privileged. 
It's an honor. It's an honor and a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, it is an honor, man. And I, I know you, uh, you got the gift of gab too. So I, I knew it was gonna be a good conversation. Yeah, but hey, bro, well, went, we were nowhere near what we was known yesterday, though, huh? <laughs> no, nah, we was. That's just the way it is, and that's why I say we'll definitely hit, hit it, hit it back up, and and do it again, because. Yeah. yeah, we was talking about something a little different yesterday and went in, in depth a little more. But hey, you know, I think it would be fake to sit there and like re say what we said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that'd be a little too much. But uh, once again, bro, I appreciate you coming on, though. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah. no problem, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Salute to you, my brother. Uh, same to you, man. All right. And uh, like, like we always say, take care and peace. Yes, sir. Peace, bro. All right. So. Hey, I'm just ending the bro.